Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Salt and Burn This. My name is Sammy. I'm Valerie. Welcome back. I hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. It's not Thanksgiving yet in our timeline, but to you, the listener, it is Thanksgiving, or it has passed. I was like, how do I – it's not Thanksgiving. No. Um, but yes, when you listen to this, Thanksgiving will have passed, and I hope everyone had a good time, yep. and no one got caught, and what I'm seeing now is travel hell. Oh, yeah. But, uh, it's already started. Yeah. I – uh. I got a little travel karma. I'm so excited by this. This is terrible. On my on my drive up here, it's only like three and a half hour drive from my house to my folks. Mm-hmm. And I deliberately, knowing it's a, a holiday weekend, I definitely kept my speed under, you know, normal Valerie speeds. Yes. The, the number of people who passed me, like doing Mach 2, I was like, come on, you yeah. know, where's a cop when you need one? You know, just slow down, blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, someone went speeding by me just as there was a cop flipping around from yep. the other side of the highway uh-huh. and the lights went on. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and he tried to do the whole like pull over and slow down, you know, uh-huh. thinking that he would yeah. be able to merge into traffic and the cop right. would go flying by. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, I've noticed this about cops is that they'll pull almost all the way up to like next to you and yeah. then slow down and slow if they're pulling you over so they don't just come up behind you they come up on the side of you so you get this false sense of oh they're going past me and then they they pull in right behind you and this guy get pulled over much is that how you know this (laughs) because i've never seen that (laughs) (laughs) i've i um well i know i never get pulled over (laughs) my insurance rates have never skyrocketed (laughs) it was great it felt great i was like yeah yeah I, do, I didn't pull over. I do love when that happens. Yeah. It's because, you know, you, you always want it to happen, but then you have to settle for the, it's not going to happen now, but it is going to happen someday. Yes. And I just won't be there to see it. Right. But right. I was there to see it. <laughs> of course, having said that, I'm totally going to get pulled over on the way home after the holidays. Yeah, you better knock on some wood somewhere. I will. Hey, look at this. My dad's, my dad's old work desk, and it is wooden. So um, did, you, did you like this episode? I did. I did. I have fond memories of it because when I watched it for the very first time, uh, I was with Mike, with Monkey, and he was sitting there. This was like one of the few episodes from season two that I am starting to remember because I distinctly remember him saying at one point, oh my God, there's so much foreshadowing in this. I can't take it. It's so hard not to tell you. <laughs> so it was torture for him. Yes. To explain why these, you know, every time somebody said something or pointed something out, you're like, oh, it's because later this happens. <laughs> but he oh, didn't. monkey. He didn't. Oh, bless his heart. And I really did. I was just like, what are you talking about? Like it didn't, <laughs> right? it didn't clue it's- me in at all just because I couldn't see what was coming um, yeah i what i found interesting about this is reading uh you know fans uh, opinion you know the fandom mm-hmm. of, about this episode because they all did the same thing which is yeah. oh well this is important because of that and they're totally reading into it i was like you know i think some of those things actually were just written in the moment i actually have had, something to say about that 
Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, uh, which, so it was an interview with uh, Eric Kripke around this time. So this isn't like years later. It was at the time, like shortly after season two wrapped, I believe. And Sarah Gamble, which we'll talk about, wrote this episode. And she's Yay. like obsessed with angels <laughs> and the lore <laughs> of angels. <laughs> and there's this paragraph here that says this. Speaking of angels, they may not be dismissible in the real world, but it sounds like angels have been dismissed from the world of supernatural. Never say never, creator Eric Kripke says, but in my mind, angels as supernatural beings do not exist. In my opinion, there are forces of evil, but the forces of good are human. There might very well be a god, but if there is, he's working in mysterious ways through a band of very imperfect humans. So this was wow. either him trying to deflect... It, mm -hmm. like amazingly so to be like no 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 this will never happen or right. he legitimately at this moment in time said no I'm not going there wow yeah I did read um that somebody uh, again I didn't write down who, I didn't write down who but yeah. uh surmised that Eric Kripke in the writing of uh this episode and of this season was dabbling with the idea and had mm -hmm. to do like a tester, had to do some sort of litmus yeah. to see if the storyline or the idea of angels would take hold with the with the fans, with the with the audience base. Mm. So I and I don't think it's because he had a grand idea that it right. would. Right. I think it was just in one of those, you know, monsters of the week type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That do we do, do we do this or do we not? Right. And even like him and uh, uh, Kim and like kind of the whole creative team were really worried about this episode because it's touching on like the Catholic and faith and like religion. The, yeah. The priest is. Yes. It's yeah. it's it's religion is the monster sword, so to speak. And they were like, so to speak. Oh, my God, we're going to get in, like this is never going to fly. We have to be really touchy about it or, mm -hmm. you know, we're just going to get like bashed. Yeah. But they did a really good job with it, I think. But they definitely were, like, stressed out about putting this episode yeah. out there in I, the Supernatural when universe. I, when I closed my book on this, on this episode, I kind of took a breath and I was like, I don't know if I have the right to say the things that I want to say about this episode. Mm -hmm. Meaning, because it is... It is faith. It is religion. And, yeah. and I don't know if I'm qualified to have the opinions I have. Now, of course I am. But a part of me, I, I wish I was more educated just in in Catholicism and in Christianity, uh -huh. just so I had a, a more solid base from which to speak from. Right. And uh, and so some of the things I want to note in the episode, I'm like, do I have the right to say those things? And I do, but it was just interesting that, that when I, again, I was like, I thought about the episode and just turn off the TV and close my book and be like, woo, another episode yeah. down, let's go do the podcast. Yeah. I, I thought about it. I sat and I thought about it for, for a while. <laughs> and it's Yeah. I'm not really a person of faith or religion either, but my grandmother was Catholic and mm -hmm. I went to Catholic church a lot when mm -hmm. I was a kid. Yeah. Me too. I was, me I was too. never baptized. Um, so I was never oh, allowed. Hell. I know I could never do the communion, the the bread. Oh, the you wafers. can do the wafers. No, and I just wanted to so bad. And my grandma's like, "You can't do it. Are you kidding me? You're yeah. not baptized." And I was like seven. You know, it's like, <laughs> like I don't understand. Yeah, I don't. So. <laughs> Thank you, organized religion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm probably a, not very qualified to have opinions either. But I didn't really approach this as a person, like faith based thing, but more mm -hmm. of a fictional tv show monster kind of thing and character's I, journey yeah. yeah and i do think that they did a very good job they did they it. absolutely did i don't think there was no bashing i don't think i no. think it was just it was an episode and yeah. it was 
you know, the journey and the story and the events that happened to those characters happened to those characters in their circumstances. And it wasn't, it wasn't supernatural taking a stand for or against anything. No, and, I think, uh, and I think they, they bring up some questions that I think a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, have, you know, maybe, right. with the, I have to see it to believe it type of, type of thing. Right. So. Right. Well, that's like the, the big, the biggest point about this episode yeah. is Sam's belief and Dean's beliefs. Yeah. And where they start at the episode and where they end at the episode. Yeah. Okay. Shall we, shall we actually get into it? Yeah. Season 2, Episode 13, Houses of the Holy. The Winchesters have seen ghouls, demons, ghosts, and vampires, but angels? There's no such thing, Dean declares, but a new case involving chosen people who smite evildoers may prove him wrong. Written by Sarah Gamble and directed by Kim Manners, originally aired on February 1st of 2007. Yeah, so Houses of the Holy obviously is a Led Zeppelin Mm-hmm. album and a song and uh later on dean is listening to led zeppelin on his on his earphones <laughs> he's not that's not the song that he's listening to it but says that's what it, it says, says but okay. that's not the song that's actually playing it's something else um oh, okay so i don't know what I, I i wasn't listening i just looked at his phone because i thought he yeah. held up a zune i thought it was <laughs> i was like oh no <laughs> no that was a nice little product placement of the verizon chocolate phone do you remember the f- chocolate phone i do remember the chocolate phone i never had one but i remember wanting one because i was like yep. Ooh, Ooh, that's a sexy like name a, for a phone right and everything verizon was putting out at that time was like super new and sexy yes like they were the product do do the year all right the original title for this episode, I don't know if it was the working title or if they changed it last minute, I don't know, but it was supposed to be just touched. Oh, I'm, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I think well. I think they rethought that after yeah. all of the things oh. and they're like, you know, maybe but they not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a million times they did. Yeah. So this, this uh, our map quest moment mm-hmm. of this episode is one place, mm-hmm. uh, Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, my dad is is from New England and went to school in Rhode Island. Oh, really? No, yes, Rhode Island. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of our like tell us about the olden days stories with my parents uh, take place up in up in Rhode Island, Cute. and that's where my parents met. Aww. And so the the snow and the cold that was you know, enveloping this episode, I was like, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. looks about right. Which was a nice change of pace to see like changes of weather. <laughs> I don't think I've seen snow yet. Like all we've seen is rain, you know? And- right. <laughs> right. Except for that um, 666, Route 666 episode where they like had to shut down filming because of how much snow there was. Oh, that's right. But I don't. So interestingly enough, this episode did not have a recap. No. I noticed that when I was looking for um, ideas for gifts and stuff. Right. Like, and I, sometimes when Netflix, it'll just like automatically skip the recap. Yeah. And I have to like physically go rewind it. Go back. Yeah. And I did it like a few times thinking that I had looked down and just like missed it, missed missed the recap. Um, But no, no recap, which is the first. First, first time. Yeah. I usually write down recap, our notes Uh about the recap, and then I write opening and Uh my notes go right to the opening yep interesting i wonder why they did that did they just need maybe need more time maybe 
maybe. Or maybe there was just nothing really to say. Or maybe they didn't want to um, spoil. Right, if the rest of this episode was all about foreshadowing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Little did they know. <laughs> right, um, yeah. Okay, uh, so speaking of the opening, it's a grungy woman in her home smoking like a chimney. Yes. Watching TV. Um, <laughs> True <the>, Carrie show. <laughs> yeah, to bored out of her mind. It changes the channel and it opens to 700 Club type of thing or a TV uh, evangelist. Yeah. She's just kind of watching and then she gets bored and she shuts it off. And then the lights start flickering. <laughs> which Yeah. Dunna. Yes. <laughs> Supernatural. Something's going to happen. Yep. The TV turns back on and the volume grows louder and it's just this preacher just preaching at her. Yelling, yelling. There's an earthquake inside of her house. <laughs> <It's just laughs> the like, wind is blowing inside yeah. of her house. She also, she also, like next to her giant ashtray that is just filled to the brim with cigarettes. There's tons of angel statues and figurines yes. around, and those are now like knocking over and smashing yeah. to the ground. And the the priest or, or the evangelist on the TV is like screaming, "The Lord is talking to you right now." Yeah. And of course, he's got that you know evangelical. TV, TV yes. evangelist tone. And uh, and she's trying to turn off the TV. She's like, click, 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 uh-huh. click, click. And it just doesn't turn off. No. <laughs> the apartment is <laughs> earthquake in her apartment. Her hair is blowing. Yes. And then a bright ass light shines from the end of a hallway somewhere or a door. It just goes brighter and brighter and brighter. You see her mouth you know, my like, God or something. My God. Like and because you can kind of see like a figure, a shadow figure within uh-huh. the light. You can't right. really see what it is. Yeah. It's mostly just the camera is on this woman's face and the light, like white just blaring. Yeah, yeah. Blaring at her, whitewashing her. You don't hear, she obviously hears something, but yeah. we don't hear it. Like yeah. I heard like harsh whispers, but you can't understand. I listened. I was like, is it calling your name? Is it? Thing. This is God. <laughs> you know, I was listening. It's like, no, it's just this harsh, harsh whisper, but she clearly is hearing words. Right. And then, yeah, you're like, whoop, title screen. Yeah. <laughs> the next thing we see, it's the same girl, mm-hmm. except she is now clean. Mm-hmm. Her hair is straight and brushed. She doesn't have any old makeup on. Yeah. Um, and she's sitting on a bed reading the Bible. This bed happens to be in a hospital room. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she looks up and sees. Sam, the orderly, walk yep. in. <laughs> you know, I was asking her questions about what she did. And, and she's like, well, you saw it on the news. I stabbed a guy in the heart. Very matter-of-factly, very calmly. Yep. And uh, uh, I guess accepted of what she did. And he gets down on, to her level, like sits down, like puts away his chart, um, and turns into Sam. Like she obviously doesn't know who Sam is, but he turns right. into Sam. And I was like, Sam missed his calling, I think. He should have been... <laughs> A nurse of some kind. He would have been an excellent nurse. Yep, his bedside manner. Yes. Sam's. This oh. is where he shines. Yep. And so he, she goes on to say, I saw an angel. God told me to do this through an angel. Mm-hmm. And I know that it was an angel because it filled me up with a feeling. Yeah. It just kind of, I just knew that it was. And this angel told me this man was evil. To wait for a sign and then do the thing that I've told you to do. Yes. Smite an evil man for redemption. Yep. Is essentially what she said. And she is at peace with that decision. Yep. At the, I wrote down in big letters, at peace. And mm-hmm. she does. She looks, her face is completely calm and serene. Mm-hmm. And she's happy to be locked up in a loony bin. Yep. 
it's kind of like she's redeemed, you know, from her life of, I'm assuming, uh, just, uh, you know, a, a lost woman who's. Oh, yeah. Well, later was, they mentioned that she was a hooker, like yeah. over and over again, they mentioned she was a hooker. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't assume that from. I didn't either. Yeah. So that's why I was like, oh, all right. So the next thing we see is uh, Dean and Sam are <laughs> at the motel. Dean is at the motel. Dean's at the motel. And this is by far the sleaziest motel they found oh, so far. Oh, yeah. I think all I wrote was, oh, my God, this motel room. And that's the, all I wrote about it. <laughs> the decor is different versions of the mudflap goddess. Yes. And, and those are those, the silhouette, it's the silver silhouettes of naked women that truck drivers have on their mudflaps. That's why they're yeah. called the mudflap goddess. Yeah. And there's, there's the Afro mudflap goddess. Yeah. There's the, you know, white girl with the long hair mudflap goddess. And over Dean's bed is this giant painting of a burlesque uh, woman who, if she didn't have pasties and um, tassels on, she would have been naked. Right. Yeah. And there's just like you can see kind of they're hard to tell like throughout these next few scenes or whenever they're in this room. But there are they're just like photos and paintings of naked women everywhere. Like there's one I think that's like laying in a big bathtub, but it's oh like an gosh. overhead shot or maybe it's like one of those crazy shaped beds that, you know, oh, but mm -hmm. but it's a, it's definitely I could see a female figure posing very sexily on top of yes. a, a, an or <laughs> organic type of shape and thing. But yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. All right. And to top that off, Dean is laying on the bed. Um, he's listening to his chocolate Verizon <laughs> <laughs> phone. His phone says Led Zeppelin. Um, okay. Yeah. His phone says Led Zeppelin. The subtitle said it was something else, like an ACD song maybe. And then this list that has like the – the songs that are in the episode says Down on mm -hmm. Love by Jamie Dunlap is what he's actually listening to. Oh. But you can can it you can hear music can like hear coming it? through his his headphones, yeah. But there's like three different <laughs> Oh, okay. Three different songs going on that it says <laughs> that he's listening to. Yeah, cuz the subtitles were actually wrong a number of times throughout and Yeah. Um and I get that because subtitles are sometimes pre-written from the right. text other yeah. times it's an audio program that just listens and automatically right. types, which is why you get the weird <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. words that sound like they said, but not right. what they actually said. So right. I'm not quite sure what happened here. But, um, but yeah, so Dean is is not only in this uh, mudflap goddess room, but he's laying on a bed that does the magic fingers. <laughs> you put a quarter in the machine and your bed vibrates for you. And it literally says, Tingling, relaxation, and ease. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes it all the more funny that when Sam walks in and is like, Dean, Dean, you know, yeah. Dean A has got his headphones in and B is getting a massage from, yeah, from the a bed. And when Dean finally does take his earphones out, he's like, you are enjoying this way too much. It's actually making me so payback, I guess, for, for Dean walking in on Sam looking at porn. Yes, but Dean doesn't <laughs> seem to care. He's just like, yeah, I'm totally into this bed. He's like, he's, yeah. I have I, to. I'm on lockdown. I'm going crazy. Yeah, I can't I can't leave the room because I'm wanted by the FBI. <laughs> Later, Sam, like, compares him to one of those rats who, you know, will push the button to have their pleasure center of their brain stimulated yeah, as opposed to pushing the button for food. Yeah, I think it's called the Skinner's Box Experiment. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so the rats actually stimulate themselves to death. Yes. Rather than eat. Yeah. 
<laughs> so Sam, after having done research, finds out that the guy that Gloria killed, Gloria is the name of this woman, the guy she killed was named Carl, seemed pretty normal, worked at a library, a churchgoer, had plenty of friends. Uh, Dean is just like, well, she's not the first crazy person yeah, to kill in the name of religion. Right, exactly. Sam's a little, he, he registers that, and he, but he doesn't say anything. Yeah. But it's also, doesn't Sam also say that there's two people who have committed murders now? Yes, that she was the second in town to kill by the will of an angel. Yeah, mm-hmm. an angel told her too. And Dean's like, well, you know, it's odd. It might even be supernatural, but he's like, I don't think it's angels. Yeah, I wrote just like, here we go. You know, the discussion of whether angels are real or not. Dean is right. firmly on the side of like, nope, okay. they are not because I have not seen them. And yeah. Sam is like, there is more lore on angels anywhere, like everywhere in the world than anything else that we've ever yeah. fought before. What makes this so hard to believe considering all the other things that we see? All right. And of course, Dean is like, because I've seen them. <laughs> right. And, you know, unicorns don't exist either, but there's plenty written about it. Wait, unicorns aren't real? Yeah, exactly. That's when Sam's <laughs> like, all right, done with this conversation. Cute. Now, I had a question. Did you notice... Uh, during the back because there's quite i mean we glossed over but there's a lot of back and forth between the brothers about angels existing or not existing the close-ups yes yes they did they were so close i was like did i zoom in that's what i thought i I kept like trying to back out i thought too it's like did i change my aspect ratio on my tv somehow it yeah very close very close not only here but a few other times in this episode right Right. But uh, but Sam, Sam says Gloria saw a sign, you know, so let's go check that out at Carl's house at Carl's yeah. house. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how she knew to, to kill Carl. Yes. Off they go. And Dean sees a, a large angel decoration kind of leaning up against his porch. <laughs> and of course, he's a smart ass about it. Like, yep. ah, look. Yeah, if you don't take down your Christmas decorations, you're going to get knifed by a hooker. Right. <laughs> you know, or something like that. Sam, again, just dismissive, like, ha huh, huh, very funny. Uh, but then continues on his search. And then he approaches the backyard. And mm. then he's like, you know, she did say that the angel said Carl was evil to his deepest foundations. Mm-hmm. So maybe she meant literally, you know. Literally the basement? <laughs> yeah, so they go into the cellar. Yep. And Sam finds, you know, they look around for a little bit, but Sam finds, like, scratch marks, like, like on the wall of, of yeah, the Yeah, on the wall of the cellar, which also there's just jars of things, <laughs> which yeah. I was like, why are there always jars of things? Jars. It's always Everybody jars of things in to, a basement. Everybody loves to can. Everybody just loves to can their peaches and their peppers. I mean, I guess and... to be fair, my grandma did also have a lot of jars of things in her basement. But, but I mean, she was also, you know, 84. Oh, <laughs> <So. laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was definitely, you know, you stored food. That's right. what you did. Yes. You know? The Great Depression era, you canned things, God damn it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But Maybe I shouldn't say God damn it in this episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy. But yes, you're right. Sam finds claw marks like and a fingernail. A fingernail, like embedded in the wall. And right. they're just like, all right, you know what this means. So. <laughs> yeah, it was just like. No words spoken, just like a dejected sigh of like, I'm like okay, fine. Okay, I guess we I have to dig. Was, yep. And they dig up a body. Yep. And I almost said, what are the chances of there being shovels? But 
guy <laughs> buried bodies in his basement. So of course there's shovels. In his- <laughs> so they dug up a skeleton. It wasn't, you know, I mean, it, it had been down there for a while. So clearly Gloria did hear something right. Yeah. Something guided her to this guy's house because yep. he wasn't just a librarian. He had a murdered body in, right. or a body in his basement, I right. should say. Right. Quote unquote, whatever it was, was on the right track. Next scene, we see a grungy guy in his house, uh, just surrounded by just kind of general trash, mostly a lot of liquor uh, bottles. Yeah, empty beer, liquor bottles. Um, now, and then was he the, just staring at the wall? Yeah, I think he was, because he like had like a, a magazine or something on his chest, but he wasn't reading it. I think he was just kind of yeah, it was it was like a graphic in a state novel. of depression, yeah. just staring at the wall. Or the ceiling. And then the exact same thing happens at his place. Lights the f- flicker. Yeah. Fli- flickering lights. The earthquake. The Massive earthquake. Yeah. So like even bigger than hers. Yeah. And then this bright uh, angel light, which I was just calling throughout the rest of the episode. Oh, that's, that's actually pretty good. I thought this was a really cool shot too. Because yeah. when the angel light comes up, it's this blinding light mm-hmm. that... At first, he holds his hand up in front of his face, like to protect himself from this light. Yeah, yeah. And it throws this really great shadow across his face. But then he kind of peers through his fingers and slowly lowers his hand down mm-hmm. and leans into the light. Yeah. He's now hearing the same thing Gloria was hearing because it's that same harsh whispers. We still don't know what's being said. Yeah. And then it cuts to him just walking down the street. And then all of a sudden, the angel light appears in the front yard of this house. Yeah, and he turns and he walks across the street directly mm-hmm. to that house. Mm-hmm. Knocks on the door. Uh, a guy opens the door and yes, can I help you? So Zach introduces himself and then brutally murders this man with a knife. Yeah. Stabs him in the heart. Mm-hmm. You know, we see the blood coming out of his mouth. The yeah. camera pulls back away from Zach and this man he's just murdered. And we see an angel statue on his front lawn. It was yeah. like a fountain or an angel statue yeah, on yeah. his front lawn. And ah, I'm like, aha, a sign. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So back at the motel. Dean is, again, stuck in the sexy motel room, (laughs) fiending for the magic fingers because he is out of quarters. (laughs) But he's, uh, he's, this time he's listening to the police scanner. Yeah, yeah. And this is where the subtitles were completely off. From right. what the police scanner was saying. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? It doesn't matter. What he ends up listening to is the police talking about the the murder that just happened. Right. And then Sam comes in. First thing Dean asks for is more quarters. <laughs> quarters? <laughs> <laughs> Sam's like, I am not. Gross. So Sam had found out that in the university library that Carl worked at, three students had gone missing. That worked there. So not just a librarian. Nope. Dean then tells Sam about what he heard on the police scanner about uh, Zach stabbing that guy. And this is where they do do a call out to um, Touched, yep. one of the first. Pop uh, culture like, alert. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, Dean says, yeah, Roma Downey made him do it. Mm-hmm. Now, I had to look this up. I, I did like, too. Who's, who's Roma Downey? And she was on that TV show, Touched by an Angel, which I never watched. And not right. only was she on Touch by an Angel, she wrote, oh, produced, created other TV shows. Very about, of faith. Yes, about like the Bible and history. Yes. Off they go now, Sam and Dean, to the victim's house to where mm-hmm. Zach just murdered this man. Yep. 
where we see our first uh, fence hopping. I know. Uh, in a while. I yeah. Like, hey. <laughs> Yay. I did a little clap. I was like, thank you. Sam and Dean jumped the fence. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you for that. This brings us to one of my favorite outtakes ever. Oh, great. So Sam and Dean have jumped over this fence into this, uh, I, I forget the man's name, but the man Frank. who just murdered Frank into Frank's yard. And they're trying to get into the house and they come across a side window. Uh-huh. And Dean takes out, I mean, Sam takes out um, his knife and he's able to jimmy the lock because it's mm-hmm. one of those old, you know, slide turn locks on the yes. window. He's able to jimmy it open and then open the window and climb in. The outtake is Kim Manners is inside the house. Jared is on the outside and he's holding his prop knife. And uh, Kim is saying, action. <laughs> and Jared says, I can't open the window. He's like, just open the window. And, and, and this is through the glass. So you, you hear Kim fine, but Jared on the other side is, you know, slightly yeah, muffled, muffled by the glass. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I can't. They closed the lock too tight. I cannot open it. And you hear Kim going, God damn it, open it. I'll just get your, get your, you know, and he's like, getting, he's yelling at him to just, <laughs> just do your blocking. Just open. And to the point where Jared's like slamming the window, he's like, I can't do it so there's there's a cut and it comes back and you see that that the lock mechanism has moved a little bit like they've, uh-huh. they've adjusted the lock and you hear kim say action and jared's like i can't do it so it's, just, it's the the amount of time it took them yelling back and forth yeah. is longer than the actual cut of jared of, of sam slipping yeah. his knife in you know turning opening the lock the window. opening the window and climbing in <laughs> And it was just, I don't, it just cracked me up to hear Kim calling Jared all sorts of names Oh no! <laughs> to get him to do his staging and, he, and just the, the yelling back. Anyway, it was one of my, fa- it's one of my favorite outtakes. Hilarious. So needless to say, Sam and Dean get into the house. They get into the house. Yes. And they're searching around. They don't really find anything until Sam finds a locked folder on his computer. And this is where Sam turns into master hacker. Right. Uh, <laughs> I was like, why did Sam become a a password hacker? I know. I didn't know that law school made you, like... (laughs) I mean, you can be computer savvy, but it doesn't automatically make you, like, a super... Right. Anyway, so he gets in somehow and opens up a bunch of emails to somebody named Jennifer, who turns out to be a 13-year-old girl. Yeah, it's only pedophile emails. Yes. And even Dean is like, I don't want to even... I don't want to read these. I don't want to know this. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't mean to say even Dean, but I mean, Dean and his horn dogness may have been like, well, you know, no, but he didn't. He was like, no, no, no. Like, no. that's a line. Absolutely. No. Good, yeah. good, this, good. This is wrong. Uh, and one of the emails uh, reveals that he had been planning to meet her that day. So Sam is still thinking it's an angel. Right. Dean, Dean is like, this is all weird because spirits are usually, yeah. they're vengeful, but not in a, in a way like this. But- in this, uh, Dean is able to find that uh, this guy, Frank, and um, the first guy, Carl, went to the same church. Yes, this was a total, because they keep getting into these arguments about, you know, angels are real, no they're not, and Sam is getting more visibly angry each time they have this discussion. Dean is admitting that it's weird, but he's still hesitant to call it an avenging angel rather than a spirit, and Sam is like the complete opposite, you know? right. You right. Know, Each just, one is making Sam feel 
yes, it is. It's an angel. Yeah, this and each one is meant is an adventure to be like, angel. no, it's not yeah. an angel. Yeah. So then in a quick, like, change of subject, which happens a lot in this episode, just, like, quick, like, okay, done, we're going to, you know, yeah. oh, look at this flyer I found of this church. <laughs> right. It just happens to lead us in the right direction. Yes. Um, so then they go to the church. See, their second alias of the episode. <laughs> yes. Churchgoers. Yes. <laughs> Which is not the first time they've disguised themselves as churchgoers. No. Um, but I do think it's funny that uh, they get totally caught in a lie again. <laughs> I know. A, f- a couple of times. Like two or three times. <laughs> it's like, what are the odds that they pick like this one town that this father knew that, the priest of? <laughs> right. Of, yeah, exactly. But the other thing I liked about this particular priest, though, is that he's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I think he was just so <laughs> desperate for just more youth in the church. He was just yeah. like, you know what, I don't care. Just, just it's just fine. Come. Just please yeah. come to church. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I liked this guy. I liked Father yeah. Reynolds a lot. Yes. I didn't look up the actor at all. I wish that I would have. I but didn't I was either. just I was just so like, he makes a great priest. He's just so kind but firm. But anyway, yeah. in this discussion, they're talking about the neighborhood, how it's gone to seed and Father Reynolds is like, yes, it's very disappointing. That's why I wish more people would come to church. Like yeah. these people that were murdered, I knew them. It's very sad. And they say it's an angel, which is even more sad to me. And yeah. this Dean is like, this is where he really kind of starts to step in it, where he's just like, uh-huh, so you don't really believe in this touch by an angel <laughs> crap or whatever it is that he says. And right. Father Reynolds is like, well, no, I do. Because, uh, you know, a job thing, got to kind of... Because I'm Catholic. Yeah. Sam saves Dean a little bit. You know, he's just like, oh, look at this. Oh, is that Michael, the archangel? Is that the a archangel painting of video? Michael? Yeah. yeah. And the priest is like, takes the bait. He's like, well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Michael is the um, the fighter of demons. Um, he, they, they talked about his flaming sword, although in the picture, he didn't have a flaming sword in the painting. It was he was he was in in an avenging mode. He was standing yeah. over the body with somebody of somebody holding a spear, but it wasn't his flaming sword. Mm-hmm. Um, but the priest explains that you know for for the faith and for him, angels aren't these like um, you know cherubs with wings. They are more of like God's God's warriors. Yeah, he says, but they're more loving than wrathful. Yeah, so not passive little things that come down and you know hallmark as as sam called it hallmark (laughs) images yes but not like murderous stabby stabs either (laughs) right 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 right. and this and then he quotes a bible verse which leaves the boys with like a blank look on their face like okay (laughs) fathers and i was like that's from Luke 2 9. Like, right. oh, oh, right. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. And yeah. as avid churchgoers, <laughs> you might you might be familiar with, with right. this. Yeah. Maybe, book. maybe look that up a little bit. <laughs> so outside the church, Dean notices outside on the steps of the church, there's like a candle memorial, little it's not a shrine. I guess it's a shrine set up. Yeah, a little like, bit. It's it's know. similar to a shrine in which, you know, if someone died in a car accident on the side of the road, you see you like see the, the little- the cross the shrine, and the candles, yeah. yeah. Um, and Dean's like, what's this? And uh, Father Gregory, uh, I mean, Father Reynolds says, oh, well, Father, one of our priests, Father Gregory, was actually murdered on these steps here for his car keys, yeah. you know, and I'm really, I'm really upset by this. Now, he says a couple of things here that I wrote down why. Why would he uh, divulge this information to, to Sam and Dean? Mm. 
And one of the things he says, you know, he talks about Father Gregory being his friend and, you know, he was well-liked in the community, but he's like, he was murdered on these steps here, but his body is interred here in the crypt, in the church's crypt. Why would he say that for one thing? I know you needed it for the storyline, but I was like, oh. Oh, there's clues abound in this little exposition that he gives, which were, yes, that interred in the church crypt, that he didn't even give him the chance to last rites. Yeah. And the father has been praying for deliverance from violence. uh, And maybe we do need a little divine intervention. Right. This was all just for exposition, and there's no good explanation, except for I could see why he would have talked about, like, I've been praying for deliverance from all this violence, considering one of his own was a victim of this violence. Right, and, and, and a priest, yeah. But it, that was just that one line about, oh, and he's interred, you know, it's like, hey, you know, his body's over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, well, okay, now we know. Um, for, for the story, to move forward, Valerie. Yes. That's why. That's why. Um, so... After, like, this just outpouring of clues, you know, Dean is very justified now. That's like, okay, this is absolutely a vengeful spirit. Absolutely, yeah, This is, like, this is more information that we've gotten in one go than we've had in season one and two combined. Right, they have to work so much harder. I know, it was just, like, (laughs) handed it to them on a silver platter. Like, like, this is it. Here you go. You know, not only... Is it a vengeful spirit? It's a vengeful spirit of this priest because how? Who else would know that these other men? Their secrets. Their secrets because of confession, right? You know, and Dean's like, but a boom, yeah, it's you know? good. And Sam is still like, now, yeah, but Father started praying two months ago also for for God's help. So yep. it could still be angels. Like he's just he's so stuck on angels. Yep. He's just like he wants it to be angels and dean doesn't let it go this time he's like what what words are coming out of your mouth you know pretty soon you're going to be one of those people who tells me they pray Mm -hmm. and of course sam's like i do pray every day yeah and dean had no idea yeah completely taken aback and i i will admit i thoroughly insulted my sister-in-law last week Uh i did not mean to but um, we sat down to to dinner and the the kids all, you know, clasped hands and one of the boys said grace. Uh-huh. And it was the most well-spoken, not, you know, God bless this food, God bless this drink, you know, let's yeah. all eat type of thing. It was a well-spoken, well-felt grace. Uh-huh. And when it was done, I was like, where did that come from? <laughs> and my sister-in-law was like, excuse me? Oh. <laughs> I was Uh-oh. like, no, because we are not church going people. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I did not mean to insult her, but I absolutely 100% insulted her. Aww. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. There's a time for flippancy, Valerie. And, then <laughs> and I just did not read the room and stepped full on in it, which right. is, I didn't know that about them. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. I didn't know that about her. I didn't yeah. know that about how my brother's raising his family. Uh-huh. And that's kind of how Dean was just. Right. You know, admit. And it's not until Sam's like, actually, I am that person. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And and Dean did what I did, which was like, okay. Okay. I mean, I don't I don't get it. Dean doesn't get it. I feel like Dean was a little bit more judgy than that. Which I think that people can be like religion is kind of like especially praying mm-hmm. is uh it's like a touchy thing, and 
um, if you're not kind of out there with it, like very proud and living yeah. in their faith. And then there are some people who uh, treat it more own. privately. Yes, it's their own and they keep it that way. And I think there's sometimes when people reveal that part of themselves that other people can be very judgy about it. But yes, I mean, I think Dean does but he doesn't fight Sam on it. No, no, no. He doesn't. That's, that's he doesn't. So and I think, and it's later he, I don't know, I guess opens up about it a little bit more. But but I felt at this moment he was kind of like a little weirded out that he didn't know his brother as well as he thought he did. You know, yeah. and he does this He does this thing that Dean is not against, but like he would never do it. Dean himself would never do it because right. of all the reasons he's been saying throughout this episode. Right. And their job. <laughs> right. You know, they, right. The, the things they see, how can you believe in, in angels? Right. You know, to change the subject again, they say, okay, you know what? Let's just go check out Father Gregory's grave and and see what's happening on the way there because dean goes a little bit ahead sam gets caught up in all of the angel signs like the yep. earthquake within the crypt you know there's a statue that's like shaking behind the hair a, blowing yeah beautiful lit window um <laughs> and then he turns to the other side and sees the angel light and you know sam is just like <gasps> like a wash yes. in feeling you know <laughs> yes yes and then passes out yeah, Dean finds him passed out and just in a daze takes him into the church part. It's like, you saw it, didn't you? Uh, like he immediately knew what happened. Um, yeah. Tries to offer Sam a drink you know, for stability, which, you know, <laughs> Sam ever, and- yeah, after having seen an angel, is like, no, I don't want to drink. I don't drink. And I, I wrote down, I said, I would. Yeah. <laughs> I probably would have taken that class. But I, I just want to take a moment that Dean his affection for his brother is always apparent mm-hmm. even when they're, you know, so far, even when they're angry or yeah. when they have their discourses, he still rushed to Sam's side, got down on the ground, lifted it up. He was like, Sam, are you okay? Yeah. You know? And Sam's like, I feel at peace. <laughs> it spoke to me. Yeah. Yeah. Dean still doesn't buy it. Even no, with everything he's, that Sam he, is yeah, saying. Yeah. He's kind of like, ugh. Yeah, a that's... little bit rolling his eyes like he didn't roll his eyes but you could feel it <laughs> yeah. and this is where we see the second round of extreme close-ups as yeah. sam is now explaining everything that he just experienced mm-hmm. it's like that super big close-up i was like oh my gosh super super big i thought it was interesting that as he's talking about what he saw um, you know, Dean's like, well, did you ask this question? Sam's like, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so Sam's getting more clear answers than any of the other people who were yeah. approached by the angel because Sam, Sam, and he asked questions as opposed yeah. to just blindly following. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting that this time Sam's vision is driven by what he thinks is an angel as opposed to his other visions, which are driven by the demon. Oh, you know, so yeah. he's still having visions Yeah, but this time, you know, at least in his mind, he's more open to it because he thinks it's an angel. Right. And I just thought that was, I was like, oh, poor Sam and his visions. <laughs> you I know, know. He's still, still he's having like them. But being pulled in all these different directions, this poor guy. Yeah. Dean is trying to like talk some sense into him. You know, he's just like, said, we know that spirits can read minds sometimes. So mm-hmm. that's how it knows who you are. Let me guess it told you to smite someone who's about to do something evil. Uh-huh. And then he kind of goes into a, you know, I didn't know that you had this faith. Mom also had this faith. You know, she always said that angels are watching over us. Yep. 
that was the last thing she said to him. Yes, because nothing was murdered by the demon. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because nothing was protecting us. (laughs) You know, there's evil every day. It's terrible. It's awful. But we see it. Yep. So how could there be somebody watching over us? You know, it's that it's that age old argument of if there is a god, why does such evil exist? Why do bad things happen? Yeah, exactly. And I hate to say it, but I think Dean has every reason to feel that because of the shit show that has been their life. Right. And then Dean also mentions, I need proof before I can know that this is an angel, which I don't have, but I do have proof that this is a spirit. So then they go to Father Gregory's grave. Yep. And And they notice that it's like covered in uh, like a vine. He calls it wormwood. It's It's not not really. No, it's not. Um, But for all intents and purposes, Maybe in Canada, they couldn't get any for this particular scene. <laughs> but what is Wormwood good for? It's for a soul not at rest. Yeah, he said it's associated with with death, especially spirits that are not at rest, which I did not find anything on that. Oh, lore-wise, you didn't? No, no. It's, it's a supernatural. It's totally a supernatural thing, which they're doing more and more. They're just kind of like throwing things in there and being like, oh, I guess it stands for this. this. (laughs) But like I found one witchcraft tumbler (laughs) that said (laughs) maybe it can raise spirits. But otherwise it's mostly associated with pain and misery uh, because it has such a bitter taste. And also it's in absinthe. So. Oh. (laughs) Maybe not such a bad thing after all. No. So uh, Dean's idea is – you know, we'll settle. We'll settle this matter. Let's do a séance. Hopefully, Whoopi is available. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Referencing ghost. Yes. I still think one of my favorite lines in that movie is when Whoopi is standing outside uh, Patrick Swayze's window and is and yelling up at his window and it's like, "All right, if you don't if you don't come down here, uh, I'm gonna walk away." When I count to three, one, two, three, bye. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, so the reason they want to do the seance is um, if the spirit we summon, the spirit would be summoned if it's a spirit. But if it's a, if it's an angel, nothing will happen. Right. A, an angel isn't summoned in a seance. And wouldn't um, it be good to just know for sure? Right. And that's of course the conundrum because faith is not needing to know for sure. Yes. That's that's what faith is. Yes. Um, so I really feel for Sam in this moment because as a hunter, yes, of course he wants to know. Yeah. But as Sam of faith and Sam yeah. looking for faith, looking for redemption, looking mm-hmm. for God, he doesn't want to know because yeah. that questions that's a question that a person of faith doesn't have to ask. Right. So they go to go get um, seance supplies at this corner store, which, mm-hmm. by the way, the KKK. Yeah, I know. I was like, what? I don't think what they thought that, that through. Yeah. Keith, Kevin Kiefer's Corner Market or something yeah. else called with K's. And I was like, all right, that was bad. <laughs> um, and of course, they only got it because it's like this corner store. They didn't get proper seance supplies. They ended up getting like a SpongeBob <laughs> placemat, <laughs> placemat yeah. instead of an altar cloth. Which I love the both of them just like, they're like, eh, we'll just flip it over. Yeah, it's <laughs> it'll, fine. it'll be fine. We'll, yeah. we'll make it work. But as they're walking um, out of the store... Sam sees the sign. The it, bright light. Yes. Uh, behind this other guy who had just come from the corner store. And I thought it was just headlights. I was like, oh, he's just seeing headlights of a car. This guy's like standing in front <laughs> oh, of a really? car. Oh, really? Okay. That's what I thought. Oh. I was like, oh, no, Sam's really reaching. Yeah. But Dean doesn't I, see it. Nope. 
And but but Sam's like, this is the guy. This is the guy who's going to hurt somebody. We got to go get him. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And Dean's like, you can't just go kill this guy. Yeah. You can't just go get him. Yeah. <laughs> and and Sam's like, oh, no, I'm not going to kill him. Yeah, I'm just going to stop him. D- Sam is adamant. He's like, I have to go stop this guy. I have to yeah. or he's going to do something bad. Dean says, all right, let's go. Gets in the we'll car, but then tricks him and locks Sam out of the car. <laughs> yeah. And like, Sam's like, oh, unlock the door. <laughs> yeah, and Dean's like, no, yeah. I'm going to go get this guy. You go to the church and do the seance. Yeah. And drives off and doesn't give Sam any choice. Yeah. So Dean, once again, whether he's, he didn't say I'm going to go kill this guy, but technically I think Dean is resigned that if he has to, he will kill this guy yeah. so that Sam doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so Dean sets himself on the path as his brother's savior. Again. Yeah, but I also think that he wanted Sam to go do the seance so Sam could be the one to see. To to see with his own eyes type yes. of thing. Yeah. Yes. Dean a lot smarter than I think anyone ever really yeah. gives him credit for I in this show. So too. Dean follows this guy who stops at a girl's house with flowers, you know, picks her up, and then they go. And then Dean follows him for a while. They, there's yeah. a few scenes that just cut to him just in the <laughs> car following him. <laughs> right. nothing, nothing happening there. But during that, Sam is at the church. He's at the grave. He's deep in the seance. You know, he's spoken the Latin. There's all the candles. He throws <laughs> something in the candle, which makes it go poof, poof. Uh, and then poor Sam, Father Reynolds walks in. (laughs) What are you doing? doing? And I loved this. Sam's like, wait, wait, Father, I can explain. Uh, well, actually, maybe I can't. (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's like, I I actually can't. Um, but while he's like, you know what, out and goes to lead Sam, this is a house of of God. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? Get out. And (laughs) Sam's kind of like, you know what, you're right. And he's like, He's kind of letting the father lead him out of the church. Yeah. You know, like, I don't yeah. belong here. I shouldn't be doing this. And just as they both are start starting to leave, they both see the light. Yes. The the blinding light comes up and you see it on both Father Gregory's face. And I'm sorry, Father Reynolds' face and on Sam's face. And lo and behold, it is Father Gregory. Yes. Um, who's now standing before them. And he says, I've come in an answer to your prayer. Yes, because Father Reynolds is like, is this an angel? And Sam, totally dejected, is like, yeah, like, no, no, unfortunately, it's not. It's just the, Father Gregory. The disappointment on his face before he even said it, you could, yeah. you could already see it. And I was like, oh, Jared, nice. Yeah. You know, he he read his, his entire collapse was mm. just a small, you know, flicker on his face. Yeah. And you just knew that he... You know, yeah. his hope for it being an angel is gone. Yeah. So Father Reynolds is oddly calm throughout this whole next exchange. That's why I put big stars next yeah. to his name. Because he could have turned into a caricature of what yeah. a priest is. And instead, when faced with the spirit of a dead a dead mm-hmm. person, yeah, let alone friend. a dead priest and his friend... He is more concerned that his friend spirit is not at rest, yeah. and that this is what the problem is. Right, um, that the the path that this man sh- that his his spirit should have taken hasn't been taken. Right, and so because- he's not he's not afraid for himself or that there's a ghost in front of him. Yeah, he's like this actually we need to fix this yes because Father Gregory believes himself that he is an angel. Right, like right. he is 
Well, Father Reynolds says it later, misguided. Men cannot be angels. Yeah, men cannot be angels. But Father Gregory thinks that he is. He totally believes that he's doing the right thing here as his yeah. spirit. Like, yeah. no, these people were evil. And the people he's sending out to do these deeds, right. they needed he's... redemption. But and not like this. Yeah, and both Sam and Father Reynolds are like, no. Yeah, they were headed like on a, you know, they were maybe not perfect, but they were still innocent. And right. now they've committed murder. They're locked right. away. They're locked away. And their souls are damned too. I mean. Right, because thou shall not kill, which is the word of God, according to Father yep. Reynolds. Yep. And he's so patient. While yes. he's explaining it, he's not angry. No. He's not like spiteful. And how dare you do these things against yeah, God? Yeah, no, yeah. he's like, you are misguided. Yes. You know, and this is wrong. Yes. We need to fix it. And yes. I, I did big yeah. stars. Again, like I said earlier, he's firm, but kind. Yes. To the spirit. You know, he's like, yes. I this, this I did not want. I right. did not want murder. I did not, eye for an eye, that's not really what I wanted. I just wanted peace. And you need to be at peace. You, you need, need to be at rest. In the meantime, mm -hmm. Dean, I, I don't know how this happened. He looked down for a second, looked up, and now the car that he's been following is gone. Yeah. He was like on his tail. Yeah. And, and then, then suddenly he's they like, turn huh? a corner and it's like, oh, I guess he escaped me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, man, Dean. Yeah. And so separately now we see that this guy has pulled off like behind a row of houses or something and uh, has stopped the car. And the girl's like, hey, we're going to be late for the movie. You know, we should we should get going. Yeah. And he leans over and kisses her forcefully, oh, you know, yeah. and she, she's like, oh, huh? no, really, we should we should get going. Yeah. And then he proceeds to pull out a box knife. And while apologizing, sorry, I've never done this before brutally attacks her yeah absolutely 100 percent full-on attacks her yeah like locks the door because she did try to get out at one point hits yeah. her in the face punches her in the face he's like oh i'm sorry and then pulls out his knife it's like oh my god like it was yeah, yeah. a like, brutal well, scene to watch apologize to her while you try to rape her and kill her basically i, know. I was so angry watching the scene i i wasn't scared yeah. I was angry because I just want to kill people when I see this. You're right. But thankfully, yes. Dean, Dean comes does to the find rescue. them. Yes. Smashes that guy's window, punches him out, smashes his face on his steering yeah. column, honks the horn while he does it, um, and is able to help the girl get out of the car yeah. and out of harm's way. But the guy, once the girl has been pulled out of the car, kind of comes to and he drives off. Right. So he escapes, leaving Dean with this poor girl. But Dean ends up making sure she's okay. Tells her to, to call 911. Call 911. And yes. he jumps into the Impala and chases after this a-hole. Mm -hmm. So we go from that cut back to the crypt where the fa Father Reynolds is now actually doing last rites. Yes, yes. He gave like one Father final Gregory. plea for like, please let me give you last rites. Give you last rites. And yeah. while Gregory kind of at first refuses, he's like, no. And he's like, no, you... You need you to be need at rest at and rest. at peace. Please yeah, let this, me do this. This is what you need to be, not this other thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I wanted to kind of shout out to Supernatural because while Father Reynolds is reading- Doing the last rites. Yes. It's not the actual last rites. Mm -hmm. um, so it's the TV version of last rites. And I just wanted to say thank you for that, for saving last rites for actual last rites. Mm. 
it's kind of like, um, I'm always thankful that like trumpet players, you know, usually play taps, you know, for a memorial service or for mm-hmm. a solemn occasion. Yeah. Um, anytime I hear a trumpet player just playing taps, cause it's actually one of the easiest things to play on a trumpet. Cause you're not using your, you're not fingering the valves. It's all with mm-hmm. your lips. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something to just kind of go up and down, but out of respect, you should not be playing taps unless you are playing for that occasion or like rehearsing mm-hmm. for that occasion that you're playing for. And taps is a solemn thing to play. Oh. So I just wanted to say thank you to Supernatural for not actually reading out Catholic last rites as a TV, uh, I want to say gimmick, but as, as lines being spoken because they are solemn and they weren't actually giving last rites. They were acting. Anyway, right. it, it just it just struck me as a as a as a moment of oh, they made cool. a choice. And I I never it. had even thought about it that way, about that or taps or any, or anything like that. I guess I don't have much of a thought for ceremony, but <laughs> <laughs> And then I, well, I mean, if you're not a trumpet player, how would you know? You know, there was this one time, fucking uh, <laughs> Wichita. <laughs> you now you're really going to hell. I am. So this was their ball, like they had like a their charity ball or something that I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. They wanted a color guard there. Mm-hmm. Um, th- like that was already like part of the itinerary that they handed me was we hired a color guard, and this is when they're going on. So I put them on. Now, I don't have – I have one uncle who's in the military, and I, I don't know him that well, or I don't know the military very well. Like, I'm not familiar with the rituals and all of that of the military. Very ignorant about it. So the color guard goes up onto the stage, and, you know, Margaret's, like, talking, you know, doing whatever it was that she was doing, and then, like, they come off, and in the room, they're like – they were very nice to me, but also like firm. We are only supposed to do the, c- the color guard or the flags when the national anthem is being sung, mm. which did mm. not happen. Like the oh. national anthem didn't happen. And I was just like, I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed because I was like, I had no idea. No idea. I had no uh. idea. And like even like when they had the color guard there, I was like, I'm not quite sure why they want the color guard here, but I don't know. Maybe it's a thing that they do every year. Right. How but, would you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was very embarrassed. And then, and then when I went to Margaret, like the next day, you know, it was just like, so like the color guard, you know, they were upset because the, the national anthem the national didn't anthem play. She's playing. like, well, yeah, of course. And I was like, are you kidding me? I mean, she of did course. the Margaret thing, you know, where she blamed right. me for of her course. mistake. Right. Um, but it's so easy for her to do though. Yeah. Um. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's what a terrible position to be put in. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. I learned. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> so back to the car chase. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no. Oh, yes. Uh, this nice, sexy car chase. Um, yes, that we I'm haven't s- seen in a long time. I'm so happy that they have been using more of the car in this season. There wasn't yes. a lot of car, like cool car stuff in the first season. It was just he had a cool car and right. that was about it. You know, I don't. Like a little, was there a little bit of a chasing in Route Six Six Six? There was a an amazing chase. Oh yeah, there was. There was. That was that was well lit, well atmosphere, big. I mean, uh, yeah, no, that was a sexy, yeah. sexy car chase. But here that we had like uh, Croatoan, we have this one. I feel like there was like yeah. another little bit about the car, but but yeah, they wanted to make this car chase way bigger and sexier, but it was so icy. And oh. uh, dangerous that they couldn't. 
they couldn't. Yeah. I, I actually made a note. I was like, you know, it's the first one in a while. I was like, it wasn't as great as Route 666, yeah. but it was still pretty good. They, they wanted it to be good, but Mother yeah. Nature had other ideas. Well, you know, considering that when they smashed the, uh, the, the Impala with that semi-truck. Right. You know, that was like one of the last major things they did. Other yeah. than, I mean, it's, as far as stunts go. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to top that. And then in this car chase, I mean, there was some, you know, car mm-hmm. spinning out and, you know, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Near misses. I was like, that's that's hard to top. But I'm glad they did it. I was yeah. like, yay. So, the, this, the, so Dean's chasing this car, the rapist in the car. He's on his tail for most of it. It's not Dean who ends up running this guy off the road. He ends up getting cut off by like a pickup truck. That right. The, out. Yeah, the creep like gets distracted for a moment because he's looking in his rearview mirror at Dean right behind mm-hmm. him or like coming up really close. Yeah. And then, yes, yeah, something happens where he is almost about to hit the pickup truck and then the pickup truck like does a break, but then like spins around and then um, it's like final destination <laughs> happens. <laughs> That's what I literally wrote. I was like right out of final destination. Right. This pickup truck loses part of its load, which happens to be pipes, like steel pipes. Mm-hmm. And this one steel pipe like bounces off the back of his truck and impales the bad guy's windshield and like harpoons him right mm-hmm. through through the windshield, through his chest, through the back of his seat. I mean, he's yeah. pinned and blood is pouring out of the, yeah. the pipe. That is that has impaled this guy, and he is dead, dead, yeah. dead, yeah. brutally. And uh, Dean gets out of his car because he sees it. He sees it happen. He's like, "This didn't just happen," you know. Yeah. And he gets out, and he very cautiously kind of walks up, and he looks at this, and he's completely in disbelief. Yeah, he very appropriately is like, "Holy dot dot yeah. dot dot <laughs> dot dot." Yeah, so he's shaken. Yeah. You know, but I think for more than one reason in which we find out, you know. In the next scene, yeah. Yeah. So Father Reynolds has been, I mean, Father Gregory has been put to rest. The bad, the third and final bad guy has been (laughs) (laughs) dispatched. And uh, so Sam and Dean are back at the uh, Mudflap Motel. Yeah. Sam is like in total despair while he's packing up their things. Packing, yep. Dean doesn't even make a scene, you know, to be like, ha I was right. Doesn't do that. Thank God. Right. Um, Sam does say, like, you were right. It was just his spirit. And we'll now Dean take off- that drink. <laughs> yes, exactly. Dean offers him the flask, and this time Sam drinks. Yeah. And this yeah. was, like, such a heartbreaking and touching scene. Sam was just so desperate to believe anything mm-hmm. against all of the evil in the world, all of the evil that they have to deal with alone. And, you know, what he's been calling his destiny, you know, all this new information that has just piled on top of him. He was just so desperate to have something else, something bigger on his side. Yeah. Because while he knows that Dean is watching out for him, he's still just one person. And he just, he needed something else. He needed someone, higher power, anything. He needed God. (laughs) Cue the music, knocking on heaven's door. Yeah. Very subtle, though, not like, you know, in your face, but it was just enough to hear it. Uh Dean then takes that moment after Sam, you know, finishes saying, I just needed someone to, I needed something Mm -hmm. to help me. Dean tells Sam what happened, what he saw, you know, about the bad guy and that we, that he did almost do something terrible. Mm -hmm. And he says, you know, if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, 
Mm-hmm. And Sam says, what? And Dean admits, I think it was God's will. Yeah. And, you know, end. That's the, yeah. end, of, <laughs> that's the end of the episode. End of the episode. Um, the character reversal, the the Dean going from, you know, I, I need to see it to believe it. And Sam going from, I want to believe to now I don't believe. Yeah, because he even says, like, yeah, I, I guess my my judgment got clouded. You were right, Dean. You know, we should just stick to what we can see. Yep. I don't want to draw uh, an X-Files uh, comparison, but, mm-hmm. you know, the, they are completely Mulder and Scully. Mulder is I oh. want to believe, and Scully is the debunker. You know, she's like, no, I got to see it. Yeah. Show me the proof that it's, you know, the truth is out there. Show yeah. me the proof. And so and the, I just, oh, it's just so big that they flipped that yeah. I, my heart broke for Sam because to have your faith not only questioned, yeah, but then in your eyes broken, yeah, and and Dean who saw you know sees that his brother actually may have been right and he's been you know kind of torturing his brother through this yeah. whole episode, he's like, oh my god, literally, oh mm-hmm. my god, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was like he had um, a almost literal come to Jesus moment there, exactly. Exactly. But again, that's not how faith works. Yep. It's not about what you see with your eyes. Yeah. You know, it's not about proof. But he was kind of given proof, <laughs> you know, that, that God exists. At least that's what he's taking it as. Yeah. I really enjoyed this episode, but, but like I said, as soon as this, as soon as it ended and I closed my book, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it made me think. And I really <laughs> liked how well they, they did this because they didn't trample on anything and they didn't trumpet anything. No. You know, the boys had their journeys. They each had their separate journeys. Yeah. And their takeaways are their own takeaways. And- yeah. I think anytime that they've touched on faith, which has been in the episode Faith, that mm-hmm. Sarah also wrote, oddly enough. Um, <laughs> and uh, the one with the preacher's daughter, Hookman. Yes. Um, and maybe there was a couple other ones. But I felt like they've done a good job as far as just like, okay, it is what it is. Like this person mm-hmm. has has faith and I'm not really going to poke too much fun at it. Like this one was maybe the exception, but it was mostly not at the faith itself, but at uh, Sam... Uh, just like diving straight into yes it's an angel and it's nothing else right. kind of thing right I mean and they could have they could have beaten us over the head with um you know the people who think that they are the chosen yeah because that's my my always question is who the hell do you think you are you know what makes you <laughs> right. think that you're chosen what makes you think this is God's will right like what I mean honestly that's my big thing it's like who the hell do you think you are right but if it were something as obvious as that, like a big earthquake in your apartment and like a big shiny bright light. And a voice speaking your name. Yeah. I yeah, would, but you know, I'd probably I, be like, okay. But if it's telling you to kill somebody, <laughs> yeah, maybe you no. know, like this is your job because, you know, like. Then like I would have Father, a whole slew of other questions. I'd be like, right. Well, because that's fine with Father Reynolds is, is, yeah, thou shall not kill. And, you know, God is the only judge. Mm-hmm. You know, God is the only judge, executioner, thou shalt not kill, and, you know, judge not. Um, that's, those are the two biggest, like, me raising my hand going, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> not supposed to do that. Yeah. You yeah. know? No, nothing. I really liked this episode. I, I really did. Too. 
And I love, I'm thankful for the outtakes from that episode. <laughs> what is next, Sammy? So next, we have Born Under a Bad Sign, mm. which is odd that they chose this to be episode 14 and not episode 13. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet they're kicking their selves. I know. Like, man, we should have planned hell. better. That would have been just a... They, uh, the, this is the introduction of, as it turns out, it is actually the introduction of angel lore. So we... Uh, angels will play a part in Supernatural. Oh, yeah. You should in, say in spoiler alert, which I maybe should have put in the beginning when I was talking about someone uh, talking about foreshadowing. But, yeah, but I mean, it, we're not saying anything. except no. And it, you no. know what? It's not going to show up again for a while. Right. This was just the introduction of, of, of angels. And it, it makes sense. By accident. That, uh, but by accident meaning because it wasn't, as far as we know, and as far as I can tell from like that oh, interview, no, 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 no. it was right, not right, right. planned to be a storyline, yeah. a thing. Yeah, no, no, no. I just like that they, uh, you know, the the monster of the week. I mean, they yeah. they've now touched on, uh, you know, monsters that we consider monsters, but you know, and then there's like you know the FBI guy who was the monster of the week. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I mean, they're covering sense, kind of a spectrum, right? So I just thought this was this is an introduction of another monster of the week, and this time it's it's angels. And so, um, you know, in a sense, even though it wasn't an angel, it was a vengeful spirit. Yeah, he just didn't know he was a vengeful spirit. Right. Um, poor guy. Um, yeah. It, I just want to say, yeah, cool. I'm I'm glad it's it's interesting to be back in season two and being like, aha, this yeah. is where yeah. we first learn about angels. Yeah. Even though we only learn about them through Father Reynolds' speech. Yes. Because there are no characters. There's no, no angel characters in this episode. So we yeah. just learn about. There's not even like, like, there's that one, it's just that one bit about angel lore, honestly. It's just like the little speech right. that he did about right. Michael. And then... Sam yep. mentioning that it's yep. everywhere. Oh yeah, Raphael and the little asteroids yeah. thing they did. Um, yeah, but I mean that—that's all. That's all. I was just, you know, they've they've touched on a million things, and this is one of the things they touched on. But having seen fifteen seasons of Supernatural, it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Again, where, that's why it like totally threw me back it. right when I first when I first first watched this, and Monkey being like, oh my god, right. <laughs> and Monkey's like, no. Because he had, I think, what? I think like season six or seven was out up until that point. So, you know. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But, yeah. And I was just like, what? What What do you mean? Because when you are, <laughs> if you can think about the first time that you watch this, like you said, it is just Monster of the Week. And then, like, it goes from, uh, what was it right before this? Uh, we Night just Shifters. talked about. Oh, yeah. Shapeshifters. Oh, oh. And then... To angels and then to like demons, you know, it's just like angels are just kind of a bloop in a in a, a pool of different things. So, yep. Yes. So yeah. Yes. All right. Nine. So next week we are going to talk about born under a bad sign. <laughs> I immediately thought it was the. Um, it just reminds me of the episode where. Uh, Everything goes wrong for Sam. Oh, 
which I think is not this episode. It's not at all. <laughs> I mean, I things do like, not go right, but it is not. It's not, not the. It's not the. I lost my shoe episode. I lost my shoe. Uh, and then I thought of the episode where D- everything went wrong for Dean, um, which I think is more of a. Uh, oh, that's yellow like fever. That's, yes. Yes. Exactly. So, all right. I can hear Julieta crying. At me okay. Because I locked her out of the room. <laughs> okay. Then let's uh, finish this up. Okay. Okay. Cool. So thank you everyone for tuning in to this week. Uh, please be sure to follow us, subscribe to us, rate to us on anywhere that you can find podcasts. Um, also, please follow us and subscribe to us. Or, no. Also, please follow us on all of our social media channels. We are at Salt and Burn This Pod on Twitter and at Salt and Burn This on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, anything you want to add? Nope. <laughs> Just cool. thank you for listening. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.